Welcome to Watching Westworld, the officially unofficial podcast for Westworld on HBO. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 6, titled Decoherence. Uh, we just finished watching it. Aaron, what'd you think? Uh, Jim, what what can even kill a host? Uh, well, the episode told me that fire kills a host. Did it? Oh, yeah, flamethrowers will kill all the decommissioned hosts. Well, I mean, I guess if you just uh, stand there and, and allow yourself to burn like a candle, but, like, uh, uh-huh. here, here's what can kill a host. We have a definitive answer. You unplug its brain, you, uh-huh. you take the marble out of its protective coating case, and then you squash it between your and presumably cybernetically enhanced finger strength, and that right. will kill a host. Now... The host will still have full consciousness throughout this process of its brain being unplugged and its marble being unhoused from its body. It's only it's got some kind of short term uh, Wi-Fi in that marble installed. It's only when you crush that. Um, So I really like a lot of what this episode's doing. Um, The William stuff was nuts. That therapy stuff was fucking crazy. And I loved it. But, like, the whole time they're doing it, they're coding. There's a lot of coding here that, like, a lot of this stuff isn't real. You know, like, William sees the Confederado Desperado leader as, like, uh, the guy that's hooking him up to A. So, so like, when did he get hooked up to AR therapy? How much of that stuff was real? Did his therapist hang on herself? Like, when did things go fucko? I have to watch this again and maybe another time before I figure that stuff out. I really like the Maeve. I really like the Maeve Dolores uh, sacrifices saints, survivors, villain speech, and like that whole, you know, kind of stalling and Maeve realizing what the hell is going on. That stuff was really good. Um, but yeah, there's there's also a lot of silly stuff. Silly stuff. I got, I saw uh, Hale got blown the fuck up, and then <laughs> and then crawled out of that fire T one thousand style, still on fire. Um, yeah, that's when they told us that. Oh, in fact, actually, that thing we showed you before, where fire kills hosts, that doesn't count and this fire is a different fire i guess it's a different fire it has to be a different fire is is angela is angela still in play now because i got i I saw her got blown the fuck up last year and i thought sure she was dead not sure anymore what'd you think uh i i actually thought it was a lot better than last week um even though i i absolutely need to see this again to get all the ins and outs because at, at various points during this thing, I was thinking, oh, is that really mangled core Teddy? Because it looked like it had maybe a bullet glance. Or had gotten gang- gangrene. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened to that core, but uh, I was just wondering, like, oh, who is this? Who is this? And, of course, at the end, they tell us. Um, mm-hmm. And and I finally got it. But, man, there there's so many, like, little twists. Uh, just offhand mentions and a lot of back and forth, really fast conversation, rapid fire dialogue. Uh, especially in those William scenes you were talking about, that I need to go back and I need to see this thing again before I really feel like I've got a uh, hold on it. Yeah, yeah. My it, gut, my gut reaction is it was much better than last week and pretty enjoyable overall. Yeah, and there's a couple points like in the first third of the episode, I was getting really kind of impatient with the Mave stuff. I'm like, okay, she's waiting for her to be, have her body rebuilt, so she's just beating Nazis up for, I don't know, to alleviate boredom, but I'm like, why would you even boot her consciousness into this construct? Why Narratively, you had to, because she had to reunite with Hector, they had to get that thing back going so it could be ripped apart from her, 
uh, right as you know we're like because i was like oh yeah this is going to be cool mave's going to get uh hector as a companion she's going to get the help that i talked we talked about her getting a couple episodes that's going to be a lot of fun i felt like i got that pulled away from me uh alongside mave but it did make those first 20 minutes kind of like is i mean it was cool to see her kick a nazi ass um and also we finally got a fucking good action scene that elevator fight is that, that the one you're talking about? I, I don't know whether it's just her work on uh uh, uh the, the mighty uh, Thor three and um uh what was that the uh, what was that crazy Natalie Portman movie uh Annihilation Annihilation yeah I don't know if she did okay. some action scenes there and like she just kind of but but yeah she was really good and that riot bot was fucking amazing yeah uh, a satisfying action sequence the show finally delivered. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that elevator fight was actually awesome. Uh, not just like competent, but really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I have my same problems with the humans can't seem to hit anything with fully automatic machine guns. Yeah. Even though if this is a world in which you can have a machine aim for you and literally hit anything you want by turning your wrist and like these people seem to have inferior technology in their hands. Why is that? These are the mm-hmm. richest people on the planet. What's going on? Right. There's so many fucking questions around that. They're Dalos goons, man. Stupid. They're Dalos goons. Say no more. But yeah, uh, th- there was there. The good outweighed the bad. I think pretty solidly in this episode. Yeah. Do you? Bl- so there's a lot of stuff in here um, that I wanted to know. Um. Did we get confirmation that William is, in fact, a host? He's got unknown proteins, and there is all kinds of synthetic marker alarms that then got rewritten. But again, I don't know when he went into AR therapy. That could all be bullshit. That could all be his projection of his fears, uh, you know, as as, as it happened. He could just be losing. Uh, we, we know he also suffers from audiovisual hallucinations. But if that is legit then he's a host right uh yeah i would say so they also mentioned at the end uh when bernard and Stubbs finds him, find him he's a wow he's been in here a long time has he been in there for like a couple hours a couple days a few weeks like if he's a host he could have been there a lot longer than like a human because i was out you know when he's, uh, he's been there for a yeah. while and i'm like well he looks okay and, you know, if he's there for, like, longer than three days, he'd be dead without any water. So, like, does that mean he's a host? But, again, I just don't know. And I don't know how many times – I don't know if I can watch this ten times uh, that I'll be able to tell for sure. Because they've set up this perfect storm of he's baseline crazy, psycho- you know, experiencing active psychosis. He is being plugged into some AR therapy simulator. Um, and – he could also be a host on top of all that. Right. Yeah, they're doing, they're pulling out, you know, all the tricks in the bag. And then there's still questions about, uh, you know, time and simulation. And what's so your gut feeling? You think William's a host? Uh, yeah, I do at this point. Do you really? But, but that's what the show wants me to think. So wh- hmm. what am I to do, you know? See, I think not. I think he will eventually get there, but this is the story of how he gets there, and they're not doing it yet. But I could, I could be wrong. Um, he's an alien. Why are humans running around spray painting the maze? I don't know. That was a question I had in my notes. Certainly, is, is that another hint that this is a simulation? Because we've seen the people, we've seen the maze spray painted on like that 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 uh, episode one uh, tunnel that Dolores was quote unquote dying in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I wonder what the hell is is that is that evidence that these things we're seeing like that is is uh is a simulation. It certainly could be, especially in an episode where you know they're using simulations uh to sort of retest Maeve. Like uh-huh. she she seemed to be tested in her, I guess uh, <laughs> I don't know um deception abilities or like her her ability to outthink people uh pretty early on in this season and this episode she seems to be being tested against dolores's logic to see Mm. what kind of person she is and whether she would you know side with the enemy of serac if he let her out off the leash essentially yeah um so yeah i i don't know this could certainly all be part of a simulation this Mm. whole world could be part of the the more elaborate test for Maeve or dolores or whatever so there's this one point where Dolores uh, or Holores calls Dolores and they have a conversation and Dolores does this. You're still mine. I'm still yours. Play your part. We'll build this new world together. Um, why does she have this relationship exclusively with Holores and not any of the other clones of herself? It seems like what is this weird like self-love, self-care thing that she's got going on? Um how what is it why is it manifesting in like uh uh Haloris taking unusual care of Hale's family um and and does that 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 somehow ties back to the diff- the, the discrepancy in the video between what we what what Hale has simulated or what she recorded what Haloris uh, actually saw her record or again maybe it was the Rehoboam simulation there's something there that you could probably tear into for sure I think. Yeah, not sure what it is though. Um, uh, I, I will say, I, I I was thinking like, what role does Hector play in all this? And it's interesting because it seems to cement, you know, uh, Maeve's uh, antagonism toward Dolores, right? Yeah. Because you know she might have gone along with Dolores's plan had it not been for the fact that they murdered Hector right in front of her for good seemingly and it was such um, a gr- it's such a great way how they set that up too where like dolores inside the maze probably or inside the simulation probably would have called that hit off if she could but she had no way to do so and that was like the kind of bittersweet part of it i thought i might be interpreting or interpreting that wrong though so i wonder if they didn't mean to kill mave because mave is the one who starts that that process up mm-hmm. um of of recreating Hector, giving him a body, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not entirely sure that they don't know that they don't have Maeve that they just killed, uh, and and you know Dolores is killed right after that. No, so. I think because it, it shows she pulled that it was labeled Hector when she pulled was the marble okay. out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was going to the Maeve one, and then she got ran off by the guards. So I think what you're understanding is like mm-hmm. based on everything. Based on Dolores' conversation with Maeve inside the simulation, I think I don't know. I I because I, I my my reading of that was Dolores is very mournful and regretful about what was going to happen because she knew what would happen because that's what she would have done without the inf- you know without having a conversation with Maeve and Dolores out there has no connection to Maeve, so she's going to do what Dolores would do in that situation, which is eliminate the rival that's working with. You know, robot Hitler is what he is. Like he's literally yeah, like exterminating in a Holocaust all these people. Isn't Sarah is. being created in that very same room? Why does yeah. uh Hale, Holoris, whatever, 
not go kill her too probably i think she, i think she's gonna do both it's just that like she came across like it's just a it's a sequence like she ran into hector's pod first and then she crushed it and then stepped to do mave and was ran off by gunfire gotcha. um and i don't know because like i do think Sirak was right that Hol- the holoris was that was her role to play she was supposed to die there you know because her job was to suck Delos dry to get all the supplies they need to make a whole bunch more robot bodies, um, but yeah, I I I don't know because because the other thing that I would like to know is when Serac took possession of Delos, Rehoboam's like solar eclipse ogram went very discreet, like it was big and fuzzy and blown out, and what the fuck is even happening here? And then as soon as he made the acquisition, it, it lined up and, and got a lot more crisp. What the... Yeah. F- why was that such an inflection point? Because the world still outside is going completely fucking nuts. Like, we see it. It's on fire. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's because the the simulation thought that this was the moment where he takes out the, the threat. And so it was hmm. simulating, you know, the future where it maybe could get things back under control. But, yeah, you know, I, with Dolores still out there, it's it's still up in the air. I wonder the thing is it's a little I think it's might be a little bit disappointing or dissatisfying to see life go back to normal like next episode but I think that's what they want us to believe that Rehoboam's like oh you own Delos you're going to liquidate all these this robot stock you're going to delete all these host pro- programs you're essentially you know committing gen- you know you've you've gone from having potentially thousands of people agents to to help, to help an uprising on the outside to what are we down to four now Although I guess no, not technically. No, because she rescued she rescued the uh, the Connell's bot too, Connellorus. And uh, I mean, Haloris is not killed this episode either. No, she's just so, she's just barbecued. So they've still got all yeah. of the Haloruses, all the Dolorises intact. Yeah. Um, but still, that's uh, your your list of allies grows. I I, I do think that they are setting for sure Dolores up to be the hero because Maeve now is going to be like the maniacal villain. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, and I think, man, I don't know. Bernardo getting with the, it's interesting to hear William say, I understand my role. Finally, I'm the good guy. And Bernard rolls in and we think that Bernard's the good guy. And I, I think this is sucker bait. I think if you are like a certain type of Pollyanna Westworld fan, excuse me, if this, this, if this describes you you're gonna grab you're gonna you're gonna hold on to that and be like oh i like bernard he's like cool and he's like you know the 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 centrist moderate that we need in today's crazy robot world and william now is his better he's like he's like the 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 drunk evil superman garbage compactor fight in superman 2 and he's come out of this crazy experiment it's good that's got to be insane, right? Like William's William's more crazy now than he ever was. Oh sure. Spending sure. God uh, knows how long in a head shrinker. Yeah, and also like you have to remember Dolores has something planned for Bernard. So Right. In in whatever light you view Dolores, you also have to view Bernard in that light, hmm. I think. Um and he might not be as willing of a participant, he might not sort of understand his role but he's gonna play it nonetheless i wonder if he's supposed to be like she he's the she's the revolutionary destroyer the smasher and then but she's completely unsuited to like the peace and she's gonna like you know essentially free humanity from their 
overlords like she frees and then once she does that she realizes that she's too fucked up to to lead and she'll either decommission herself uh stub style or take a back seat to bernard who will forge some kind of peace i don't know maybe with william although yeah per the end of season two uh stinger i don't know how william could possibly fit in in any kind of healed robot human world seems like he's doomed for some kind of wasteland experience but that could all be a simulation too and i think it's interesting to note that you know bernard is essentially arnold right with a couple of tweaks and arnold yeah. we saw was sort of the one trying to usher in this new uh sentient life form yeah and he didn't get all the way there but with ford's help he has since so like you know in that role of sort of the rebuilder after the mm-hmm. destruction, like you tear it all down to build it back up stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arnold would fit that role, I think, pretty well. And Dolores might see it as such. Yeah, you know, Bernard's literally Arnold, only not suicidal. He's got the survive. <laughs> he's got the survival instinct programmed into him instead of like that fragility um, yeah. or self-destruction um, uh, side to him. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? Because my head is fairly spinning. Me too, man. Me too. I really yes. liked. I really liked William, <laughs> fucking cleaning house, steel cage match style. His other personas, mm-hmm. and Jim Dalos just just cheered him on. Yeah, it's so it yeah. Give it, give, give it, give, give, give him one for me. Uh-huh. Send him all the way down. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm with. I'm with William. I, it might be crazy, and I might uh-huh. be crazy too. But I'm with him. If you can't tell. Whether or not uh, your life happened or you chose it, what does it matter? You got a father above and a father below, and you know, are they even? Are they even different? Are they even different? I'm still looking uh, to see who is who is um, who. I keep com- coming back to the Icarus imagery, and I'm wondering who's the person flying too close to the sun. Um, I wonder if it's Ciroc. Is Ciroc simulated? Uh, at at certain points, yeah. Do you think he's? Do you think he has a physical body? Uh, I do, I do, because he's in another room. Like you see him, and it, well, maybe unless they're trying to trick me intentionally, which this show does. Um, yeah. but yeah, we we see him sort of, you know, turn off his other hologram, and we think the real Serac, who flew in in a quadcopter, mm-hmm. is in that in uh, Hale's office. Um. Yeah, yeah. Why would a hologram? What does God need with the starship? What does a hologram need with a jet plane? And right, I, I thought it was maybe an elaborate. Up, yeah, to keep up appearances. Yeah, yeah, um, and to trick you know Haloris into trying to kill him and revealing herself. Whatever. He's just chilling in Rehoboam with his synthesized brother, kicking, kicking back, hologramming it. Could be. Um. All right, I don't have a lot. I mean, like I said, I've I've got a bunch more to talk about, and I've got nothing more to talk about. Do you have anything? Uh, yeah, one one final question for you: Who is okay. Maeve making? Who is Maeve making? Yeah, she's so got. So the, she, who's going? To, who's she going to put in the Hector body? Is no, that what you're asking just, me? Is it a Hector body? Yeah, the, of course, because that's what the brain she, they're going to put in it, right? I mean, they were until the brain got crushed. Right, but that that's like she, when she got out there was like 100% completion on that body. It's already been built. I think I think she's going to load um uh your favorite guy, <laughs> Lee. I think she's going to load Lee in a Hector body. 
I mean, that that would be fan fucking tastic. I can't wait to that. see. Yeah, I can't wait to see Hector try to play Lee. It's, I, but I think that's what's going to happen because she doesn't have another ally unless she's going to fetch what um, herself. What? There's no other options, right? Because all the other hosts. Well, I was. Ooh, that could be cool. That would a, be cool. A five on five Royal Rumble between the Dolores and Maeve, or just Maeve and Hector's body. That would be kind of wild. Um, yeah. but I like Lee actually better. Uh, huh. I don't. I don't even know if it would work because we've talked about you know the the fidelity problems with putting a human in a host body. So yeah, who knows yeah. if that would work? But wait, we'll um, see. but well, Lee's not a human. He's a he's a he's a recreated construction, so he would fit comfortably in there. Would he? Cause, yeah, because he's not the real Lee. He doesn't have the same motivations or memories. He's just a a cheap fix, facsimile. Okay, yeah, that's fair. He he's not like the same kind of facsimile that a James Delos. No, is. yeah, or like even a Bernard. But uh, I think it, that would be interesting because he's also got that like core drive that he loves Maeve very much, right. like Hector. Yep. Um, I always I thought that was really good too. That stuff. Uh, like I said, the Dolores, the the, the Saint survivor uh villain speech was so good because uh, she really skewered Maeve a couple points there about you know how many people have you sacrificed for your daughter thus far and Hector a bunch and Lee just the once but um that's that's and, good and it landed Maeve, on those people too Maeve fired back with how many times have you been shown nude on screen mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh I don't well, know that's, that's Spider-Man that that's that's Spider-Man point of Spider-Man if you ask me what yeah I just asked, what do you got under that hair, Dolores? <laughs> uh, a no uh, season three nudity clause. Yep. Hi- hidden right. behind those locks. I think we're ready to get to the instant uh, talk part, right? Yeah. Okay, this is where we say goodbye to everybody that's not a club member. If you are a club member at club.ballmove.com, you can join us into this next part where if you're watching us record this live, you can join in on the YouTube chat interface to ask us questions, uh, propose crazy theories, uh, make jokes, whatever. Uh, you can do that at uh, club.ballmove.com. Or if you want to send us feedback for our full deluxe, super non-simulated edition podcast coming out on Tuesday, send that to westworld at ballmove.com.